Hello and good evening. This is For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion to the furry fandom. This is episode one, What's With The Tales. I'm your host, Elias. This is Rue. This is Thay. And, and we're, we're the hosts of For What, what It's, it's worth. worth. Today's episode is going to be discussing, well, how do you explain the whole furry thing to random strangers you may or may not meet on the street? Um, but before we get into that, we have our segments. Well, I think it's my turn to go first. This is Rue. Um, you know, I've just been doing lots of lots of stuff lately. One of my main things I've been up to is is setting up a a meet with um, with the admins of the Utah Furries. We went to Bridalvell Falls um, as our group. We had about I don't know, about 20 people that showed up. We hiked up to the falls, took some pictures. We're going to actually be releasing a video real soon about um, about the meet itself. Um, you can see that on Elle's YouTube channel. Um, I mean, you can get that on the uh, website. And, and also, afterwards, we actually, you know, about seven of us dressed up in our fursuits. And Nine. Well, nine of us. Nine, because we had 18 people in our little apartment, and nine of them were fursuiters. Nine wow, fursuiters was... were here at, at the meet. That's and, pretty awesome. And we ended up going to Trafalgar afterward, and, um, well, I forgot that it gets really dark <laughs> really quickly, and so we were fursuiting and golfing in the dark. Well, it doesn't help that the lights that they usually use to light up the golf course, they didn't turn them on like, even when I asked. So, <laughs> yeah. So we had people with their iPhones like down on the ground helping the first suitors <laughs> to see where the holes were and You'll stuff. You'll never imagine how useful that flashlight out actually came. It, it it was very handy in that case. But very handy. afterward, we ended up going and goat karting, in which I dressed up as um, Mario or Mario. That's yeah. I just dressed up in Mario. Um, in fursuit. In fursuit. And I got into it's a go-kart, cool. which, was, which was absolutely awesome. So I actually got to play a real-life version of Furry Mario Kart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was pretty much our meet. We had a lot of success with it. We had a great after-meet. We watched some videos. And then everybody went home, and we crashed. So we had our, <sighs> our good friend SK. He came down. Um, if you listen to our last podcast, he was actually one of the, the critters that sent us a sent us an email. Hey, SK, if you're listening, kitty hugs to you. And we love you, SK. Um, so I was wanting to talk a little bit about fursuiting, just a little bit. And you know, here's a couple of things with with first, couple of things with fursuiting, is that, you know, you do not need to own a fursuit in order to be a furry. A lot of people, a lot of people that I meet, they're like, I don't know, I just feel like people feel like that they're half furry because they don't have a fursuit or they feel like that they're not complete, which, you know, it's, you know, you are a furry. You don't need to have a fursuit in order to feel 100% complete. Um, in the fandom. Um, you will get your fursuit eventually if that's something that you want. If it's something that you really want and you desire, that's great. 
you know, if you're seeing everybody else having fursuits and you're saying, you know, hey, this is great that, um, you know, that you're wishing that you have had a fursuit and you're just, you're more just looking up to them just because that they have a fursuit and you just want, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to explain. It's just more or less, just understand that you don't have to be a, you don't have to have a fursuit in order to be a furry. And, you know, be grateful for, for what you have. And, you know, if you're jealous because other people have fursuits, you know, eventually you will get it. Save up your money. Uh, work towards it. Um, don't put down others because, you know, that they may... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say, Thay? Uh, you're trying to say... <laughs> I'm interpreting your words. Yes. Um, <laughs> you're trying to say that um, just because you don't have a fursuit doesn't mean um, you're not a furry. And if you want a fursuit, um, don't feel like it's beyond your means. Um, that there are ways to obtain a fursuit. It's not some impossible goal. Um, there are so many ways to reach that if you want to. But if you don't want to, that's okay, too. I mean, keep in mind, you don't need a go out and get a $3,000 fursuit and right off the bat. And if you plan on getting a fursuit, don't feel like until you get a fursuit, you're not afraid. Like, still try to be involved. That's one of the best ways to to get a fursuit, I feel like, or to work towards a fursuit, is to be involved with furries despite not having one if you... The, the oh, only reason why I'm even bringing up connections. this... Connections? Go ahead, sorry. No, I'm just saying that the connections are... I mean... The, that that yeah. can be... Like, you never know what you can come across, the help you can receive by having connections. And um, think about this. Like, those connections, you might actually, if you get to know fursuiters, be able to borrow one of their fur, you know, fursuits and actually be able that. to wear it. I mean, don't count on it, but, but you might be able to. Because here's the thing. If you've never fursuited before and you only see the outwards appearance, how do you know you're going to like actually suiting? That is you, an incredibly good point. You know, it's like you see the outside, you see, oh, hey, they're having fun. But inside, it's a totally different experience. And until you actually suit, you're not going to know what it's like. And so if you get to know fursuiters, if you get to know the community, maybe one of them will let you wear one. Just for an hour. Don't count so. on it. Don't count yeah, on don't it. Don't count on it. But if Rue they let me do, wear his for like a few minutes. Yeah. If, and, it, um, if they do, yeah. it's very beneficial because then you get to know what it's like. Mm -hmm. And then, basically, so it's like jumping in a furnace and still being happy. <laughs> That's about what it's like. Uh, you know, and here's the main reason why I'm even bringing this up is that. You know, I meet a lot of people. I'm a fursuiter, so therefore people are, you know, pe people do get drawn to, to fursuits. And, you know, they see my picture on Facebook, and they, they automatically, you know, say, you know, message me saying, you're so lucky that you have a fursuit, and I really wish that I had one, which is, which is great and stuff like that. I just, you know, you will eventually get one. If, if you, you want, want one. if you and want if you one, and it. if you don't yeah. want one, then that's great, you know. I mean, like all things, it requires work. It requires effort on your part. There have been times where, I mean, I, there's been multiple times where people have just expected a fursuit, 
You just can't just nothing. sit there and say, oh, I wish I had a fursuit. Yeah. You actually have to do something about it if you want a fursuit. Yeah. You exactly. Either, and if that you means... You have to work towards it and build it yourself, or you or, have to save up towards it. Yeah. You have, to, you have to put some sort of effort towards it. It's not just going to fall into your lap. Yeah. And if it does, well... Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're you're one the, million right yeah. there. You know, when when working on my fursuit, it was a lot of a lot of work, a lot of weekends and um working with friends, a lot of different people. It was a lot of work to get to the point that where my fursuit is is at and it's still not fully complete to my satisfaction. And um, you know, just take baby steps, and you'll get there if you want to. Um, but you have to find you have to find that within yourself. If you really want it, then you will find a way to be able to do it. But you don't have to do it in order to be a full furry. I mean, really, <laughs> you know, if you acknowledge, if you say you're a furry, you're a furry. Congratulations, welcome. You're one of us, one hundred percent. All it takes is. The willingness to be a part of the community, to be a furry. You don't have to pay money. You don't have to go to conventions. You just need to say you are one and associate with the community. Exactly, right there. Like being a part of a community, the, the community, like whether it be online or in in person, that's all it takes to be a furry. It doesn't take um, artistic talent. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take artistic talent. It doesn't take the fursuit. It doesn't take any of that. It takes you being there and being a part of the community. Uh, so, 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 Rue, I see you're so, eating yeah. your cookie. Yeah. Um, it's on to the next segment. Well, it's from Words from a Cookie. Yeah, words yeah it's from still a my segment, but it's my other part of my segment. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently he has two segments. Are you going to force segment. me to eat the whole cookie again this time? Yes, yes. your whole cookie. All right. Doesn't mean anything if you don't eat the whole cookie first, and you have to look at eat the cookie before you look at the fortune. <laughs> <laughs> My crumbs all over me. Okay. <clears throat> all right. It says, rely on your friends today to help you make that difficult decision. Only today. Today's almost over. I know. Hmm. Mm, you have some difficult decision, huh? And I don't know. You I haven't d- come to us yet. It's there, there's there's definitely a difficult decision that I have. I've been trying to decide if whether or not that afterward, I eat the white make, macadamia nut cookie, or the cinnamon snickerdoodle. Wait, you or, have cookies? Or or. You could just go with cookies my mother sent me. Oh, yeah. oh yes. They. Thay's mother sent um, sent her some cookies for her and birthday. And brownies. Who's been eating all the brownies? Well, actually, I only have like, two. I only had two. You raised your hand. <laughs> <laughs> my mates For all, all y'all who couldn't see, uh, Thay has her boyfriend, Nathan, over here. And um, <laughs> he put his hands up with six. So we got, it was revealed, he ate all of them. That rascally monkey. So again, rely on your friends today with help, uh, um, to help you make that difficult decision with a cookie. Or in bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, hopefully your friend is your partner in bed because I don't know how much help you're gonna be getting in well, bed. Well, we'll just all fit in my yeah. bed this time. I remember that first night, the the first after party after the meet. Everyone just came in my room and um, it was we all slept totally in my room. totally clean, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just on his bed. Yeah, just slept on my bed. I we was there. Watched, kind yeah, of like I was sardines. there. Trust the fox. Yeah, we watched. Um, that doesn't help anyone. <laughs> Wait, fox you can is just, trust the fox. No, you can't. All foxes do is just want to bend over. No, sorry. That, that's not true. It's a lie. There's no reason to not trust a fox. You can trust that they'll have sex. Anyways, so Thay, Rue. how was your wonderful day today? I heard that it's your birthday. It was very nice. Um, my boyfriend made peach pancakes for me for breakfast. Yummy. Um, and Sparky was over, and we cleaned the house, <laughs> and we went out to dinner. Great thing to do on your birthday, clean that house. And it's very nice, isn't it? Yeah, it looks very nice. It is. It's very well done. And Drew and Elle were awesome. And they gave me a very nice headset for my birthday. And um, this guy right here. (laughs) (laughs) Explain the story behind that. This um, This is a unicorn flashlight by... Uh, Fisher Price, <laughs> and uh, I sound like I'm advertising it, <laughs> but um, every time we go to Walmart, we have to go t- to the toy section for two things. We have to look at the ponies, the, the My Little Ponies, for and Elle. we have to look at the, we have to go over and play with the flashlight. I think it was the first time we went grocery shopping with each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> That we came across the flashlight and I fell on the floor laughing. (laughs) (laughs) That part right there. (laughs) The. (laughs) Yep. So that's what they got me. And um, I'm really happy. (laughs) We're glad. We're glad. Yeah, it's so been a good you, day. What have you been up to? It's your segment. Been, oh, oh, okay. It's actually my segment now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, I have mostly been up to finals this past week, um, but I've been working on a new project. Um, I'm working on some patterns for um, some plushies, and I have a head done without ears. But once finals are over in a few days, I'll get going on that a little bit more. And I picked up some material for some new bandanas. So those are some projects I have in the works. And um, I'll be posting some pictures up on my Fur Affinity and stuff at some point when they're done. So you can look out for those. Um, really have that much else to share with you guys this week. Uh, just just that. If so. you guys have any questions for Thay or for, for me, make sure that you guys send us some emails so that we have some mm-hmm. 
some things that we can we can discuss with you or answer any of your guys' questions. Mm-hmm. My um, email is rue at forwhatitsworth.com and Thay's is Thay's at forwhatitsworth.com. Thay without an S. Oh. You said Thay's. Oops. <laughs> There's two of them here. Yeah. Three, four, they're multiplying. Mm-hmm. We have Thay clones. No, no clones. We <laughs> talked about that at dinner. <laughs> no clones. No. But yeah, I'll have more to talk about next time. Um, once Don't you want finals an are army of me? No. Why not? Lots of reasons. <laughs> Give us just a few. It depends how many clones. 50. There's 50 reasons right there. <laughs> I think, I think the viewers probably would agree with us <laughs> in the fact that could you imagine having 12 L's or 50. talking or 50? 50. 50? 50 L's talking to you right now. Mm. And saying things like shiznit. Stuff like that. 50 shiznits in the room. Oh, man. 51 because it's 50 clones. And the original. 51 shiznits. But think about cloning Rue. You can have... You can have 50 cookie segments. It'd be wonderful. Oh, God. That's going to be like the whole podcast. You could have your you could have your own podcast, Rue. Yeah. You sound thrilled. It would be awesome. <laughs> mm, so, L. <sighs> it's time for me to get on my soapbox. He's getting up on his soapbox now. As you may assume, my segment is about digital media, being as I'm completely immersed in the field. But I'm here to give you a fair warning before you decide to get into that field yourself. It will ruin your fucking life. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, instead of being a normal consumer of media, being as you read a newspaper and you say, oh, hey, that's pretty, I can read it, and it's all good. Or going to a website and say, oh, hey, look, the colors make it look nice. You are going to say, that is an ugly website because those colors don't work together and you're going to grab the nearest person you can get and you're going to explain why this website sucks. He does it to me every day. Yeah. And they, and they discuss colors, like with numbers and we stuff. We argue about colors. I know we things were discussing... like... I know Again, things like brown the first grocery and red. Trip. Yeah, we back to the first grocery trip. We there was this plate, and there was gray on the plate, and he thought it was whatever hex code, and I thought it was another. I don't even remember at this point, but <laughs> we were arguing over that because I thought it was more brown, and he thought it was a a new more neutral, and it was brown. That's that's all that we need to know. It, it was, doesn't matter like what gray. color. It was gray. If it doesn't matter, why are you fighting for it again? We are arguing about it. <laughs> I guess that's true. Anyway, we <laughs> discussed that. We debated. We, we argued about that for yeah, quite a while. But. Quite heatedly. You know, and it's not just going to stop with that. It's not just going to be, you know, every once in a while. It's going to be every single time. You're going to go to the movies. If you're in video production, you're going to go to the movies. 
Are you going to come out of the movie saying, well, that effect sucked. That scene sucked. Oh, they should have used a close-up there. They should have did a wide shot there or a medium shot or what whatever. What were they thinking with that camera angle? And you're just going to be a critiquer. And while, sure, being in the field of a developer and a producer, that's great. You can never, ever be a consumer again. And it's... It kind of sucks because you can't enjoy things for the simple sake of enjoying them. You can't look out on the sky and say, that's a pretty sky. Apparently you can't watch old films either. No. No, (laughs) I can't watch old films. Because digital media is about advancing uh, techniques and um, evolving with the audience, you can't go back. I can't get him to watch older films. No, I... I, I, I tried to have them watch Harry the Hendersons, and they were like, "This is an old movie, <laughs> older episodes of Doctor Who." Like seriously, like I heard about Doctor Who. I've heard of it before I started watching it. Doctor Who is amazing, by the way. It is the best show in the world. If you have not seen it, it's my highest recommendation for you to watch it right now. Like, no, 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 Watch Doctor Who right no, now. No, no, no. It's worth your time. Finish this podcast then and watch Doctor yep. Who. Mm-hmm. But, but make sure anyway. you're caught up before the next podcast. <laughs> but anyway, I before Doctor I watched Doctor Who, I have only heard of the show. I decided to do a little simple Google search. I came across the old 80s Doctor Who. It was cheesy. The It was bad. And I thought that was the, like, new one. I thought that was the new Doctor Who. And I was just like, who likes this shit? Oh, dear. Oh. You're gonna have wait a minute, oh, wait a minute here. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. alias and Elias. Hold on, hold on. For what it's worth, .com. But then I watched the new Doctor Who. And I fell in love within the first episode. He can't stand the old cinematography. No. And it's not just Doctor Who. It's everything. It's everything. The old TV shows, videos, movies, whatever. I can't watch. But digital media has broken him. I I know know that this is your segment, but I do want to say that I know that there's a lot of you out there that love old films. And you know what? There's some great things about old films that you can learn. And, you know, if you really... See, I'm coming from the artistic, you know, opinion of, of things. They're, they tried their very best to do things in those old films the, the way that they, you know, the way that they could without special effects. You know, and they have puppets or and different things really like that. that. Um, while now we have like CGI characters and you know they're doing all these CGI these is better than the different things. So the stuff. thing is, is there are some there are some beautiful things that you can see in some of these old films. So I do want to say, you know, there are some great things. I would highly recommend you looking at some some of the things. I mean, some of the old Dracula films and some of the ways that they were able to do some of those special effects. Well, you know, I mean... they may be cheesy to us nowadays. 
I mean, the thing then, is, why does it have such uh, an importance when you're not going to use those anymore? It's a part of history. You can That's still the watch those. Yeah, you can still watch them, but you, you, you don't. Their importance doesn't lie within the effects and the techniques that they have within those films. It's the It's the behind the uh, covers. It's the culture they portray at that time, and that's what I think has the value. But I still think like the techniques and the angles and the cameras they use is yucky. 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 You were a digital media uh, major? Uh, are you yeah. a major? Yeah, emphasizing And you it can't is. come up with a better word than yucky? <laughs> Good well, job. Well, maybe I don't want to think right now. I have to think during class. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that we're going to be taking a break here. Well, how about this? They are technologically insufficient. Insufficient? Insufficient. We're going to be taking a break now, and we're going to be introducing two of our guests. After the break. Um, after the break, and we'll be starting into our main topic. Yep. Um, we have some... Some wonderful music that we've picked out from Laugh Fox Tracks. Uh, the song is Hide and Seek, uh, the Wicked remix from Furries in a Blender from the album I Am Sinistar. We'll see you on the other side. See ya.
I'm a little leopard, short and stout. Here is my fluffy tail, here is my snout. When I get bent over, hear me shout. Damn, that's a good boy, don't pull out. Welcome back, guys. And I have nothing to say for that. Except, hey, welcome. We have some guests here. <laughs> Indeed. For what it's worth. Yeah, we're joined with uh, our local Cheetah Penis and Border Collie, Clyde Cheetah and Christian. How's it going, guys? Hello. <laughs> so, where do you guys live? Well, currently we're living in Orem. Slightly, slightly down the street. <laughs> pretty much by like the school, <laughs> like everyone else around here does. So, <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys do? Jeez, uh, what do we do? Uh, well, well, what, what we could tell you, you about when I'm not home, because uh, I seem to be gone a lot. I don't know. I watch a lot of TV. Uh, I uh, I can walk on hot coals, but it really hurts my feet really bad. We don't have hot coals. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys in school do. right now? We are. Uh, what I, do you I study? Am, I'm also studying digital media, uh, except it, it hasn't ruined my perspective of more archaic art forms. I still have an appreciation for the Tom Baker episodes of Doctor Who. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it hasn't been ruined yet. But it's yet. on its way. Oh, yes, very as, much so. As Elias knows very well. Mm-hmm. Since he's the, he's the es- we'll expert. Espert. 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 I, he's I more spurt. expert in this field. <laughs> I like to think so. Oh, that's good. Anyway, I would like to think what do you so. do, Clyde? So for me, well, it's sort of half and half nowadays. I'm working. I work with animals like I always like to. Um, I take care of people's dogs when they're on vacation. It's pretty rewarding. If you I hear can... him like getting louder and softer, it's because he's rocking back and forth in his chair. Because I'm a little cub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, baby furs. Hey, trash you. <laughs> when we talk about our segment on baby furs, we'll have to have you along. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll be, good. be a party. If I'd you be wants. glad to come back. Depending hey, on how well this goes tonight. We'll provide free <laughs> uh we'll provide free pacifiers for you. No Do, thanks, I already got mine. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it lights it lights up. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it that thing? It was a birthday present for me actually. Oh. Uh, it was from thinkgeek.com I think. Uh they had this this like this like neon dance party pacifier that he really wanted. <laughs> oh hey, I've seen that. That's yeah. pretty freaking cool. Yeah. He's you know a, what? That's that's a that baby for No. No, I'm not. But anyway, thinkgeek is a really good site. <laughs> Uh, one thing that I'm interested in getting is the wasabi gumballs. Wasabi gumballs. Oh, man. I want to get the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> or you know what? Say, wasabi is like the worst substance on the earth. Like, I cannot stomach that. Wasabi is oh, amazing. Like wasabi. It clears out your nostrils. It uh, does. I take like one taste of that stuff and I just want to throw up. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what else do you want to know? You were asking... What's your social security number? No, I don't know that. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am? Well, you're Clyde Cheetah Penis. Oh, yeah. I know that. So Why just so you, you know, he's him... he's an anthropomorphic cheetah penis. <laughs> Why do you call him right. cheetah penis? A baby for a cheetah penis. <laughs> uh, hey, That's now, really small. Let's keep this non-X-rated. <laughs> okay. Well, 
Fantastic. We we here call him Cheetah Penis uh, because he used to live with us for a little bit, and he played plays World of Warcraft, and he gets very very focused on the game. Uh, one night we were you know, all sitting there, and he was playing World War of Warcraft, World of Warcraft, and we are calling his name. Clyde. Yelling his name. Yeah. Well, we started calling, and I was I was yelling his yeah, name. Yeah, yelling, Clyde, Clyde, Cheetah, Clyde, Cheetah, Clyde, and just getting progressively louder and louder. And finally, I'm like, Cheetah penis, and he looks at us. <laughs> that catches his attention. He's like, what? And I have to say, I really did not hear them the whole other time that they were trying to get my attention until that time. And, and after that, it just kind of became a recurring joke. We had to keep that. calling him Cheetah Pants because he responded to it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, whatever works. Oh yeah, it definitely works. So, you, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna c- get a commission for you, oh. and it's gonna be an anthropomorphic Cheetah Penis. Where would I put something like that? <laughs> Did you say Mer, would I put something like that? That's what it sounded slip. like. I think we all know what you're thinking. <laughs> we'll so, guys, if you ever thing. want to please Clyde, give him a picture of an anthropomorphic penis, preferably cheetah. Yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> there you go. So, Great. why are we here? Well, we're here to discuss what's with the tails. That's our main topic for today. Um, what's with the tails? Uh, we we talked about it last time a little bit about um, you know being a furry and different things like that. But now we're going to be talking about you know the public and communicating with the public and being able to um, express to them you know what a furry is. As I said before, it's a Russian thing. Not Russian. <laughs> well, uh, we've. Oh. oh no, go ahead. No, no, you, you, you're the host. Oh, I was just gonna say that we've all had a lot of experiences um, out in the public. We have so many stories to tell about different instances where where people have asked us, "What's with the tails?" or, you know, "What's that furry thing there?" and um, stuff like that. That. I so I just have to say, go. as a former member of the public, <laughs> furries are really weird. And I can see why some people meeting them for the first time would be a little bit cautious to We're ask them about weird. what's going on. We only wear tails and collars and make noises like... So that's one thing, I guess, you know, the collars and the tails. I go out with you guys all the time around town, and you're always wearing them. (laughs) And you might have noticed that I don't wear mine, even though I do have them, just because I feel like it kind of brings me to the attention of everybody else. And Well, that's what's awesome. That I like. (laughs) You don't want... And, you know, that's not for everybody. You don't need to necessarily, like, broadcast yourself out there being like, I'm a furry! Hi! One one thing, yeah, one thing I recall with Clyde was at Furcon last year. Uh, We were, we were in the bathroom, and somebody, somebody stopped us. Oh, bathrooms, Murr. Yeah, we were, we were in the bathroom bathroom on the first day, yeah. 
together. And some guy, some guy walks. Was yeah, that in a stall? Some guy walks out of a stall, and he he no. says, he says, why are all of these people dressed up as animals and everything? And uh, you know, like, like what what's what's going on here? And we said, oh, it's a furry convention. And then he's like, what's a furry? And we didn't really want to talk about it. We just kind of said, uh, we just kind of said, oh, they're they're animal people. And then it's like, <laughs> and then it's like there there were two other furries who were also in the bathroom with us. As we were leaving, they seemed pretty upset with our our description of furries. And so they like pulled the guy over, and they were like these really these really new agey furry kids, you know, like probably probably like Therians or something, who were like, "Has there ever been an attribute of an animal that have you really that you've really just always wanted, like the ability to fly or to run really fast, you know?" Uh, and I I don't know. I think that just kind of speaks volumes about about how how different everybody's definition of furry really is, because. Uh, because you know, to to people like me, it's just kind of about uh, art, uh, you know, specific art forms, and to other people, it's something a lot more deeper, maybe spiritual, even. I'm a snow leopard. Come here. Yes, you are. Yep. That's the sound snow leopards make. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that's what we hear every day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, Thay. <laughs> That's the sound we're going to be hearing for the next couple of days. <laughs> oh, next okay. couple of days. Yeah, until the toy runs out of batteries. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh uh, what no, toy are we talking about? Sound. No, yeah. That's a different sound. That's, that's the sound more, of what? groping. <laughs> okay, I obviously haven't lived here in a while because I didn't know that one. Okay. Um, it was back at the night we discussed last time where this guy came and he's like, saw the tales and stuff <laughs> and um and he's like that's kinky shit and all that he said this was way before that though that has nothing really? yeah it... It, it, during that same day oh yeah that's what i was meaning but it was, it was... before the yeah the it was guy. way before that and then um i was kind of groping another fellow furry real over here on his shoulder or whatever and i was purring at least that's that. what he thought that that was me and uh, we decided to do a joke, and um, we called up uh, Faith's boyfriend, and um, we're just like, hey, Nathan, or monkey dude. Oh my gosh. Gotta fuck that up. Um, can we grope, can I grope your, uh, can I grope Faith's chest? And he's like, what? And I had to keep on repeating it, and finally he's like, he understands it, he's like, uh, no. No. <laughs> And it was just really funny. And so whenever, you know, to remind her, I do the purring noise and the squeezing of the hands to remind her of that grabby night. Paws. Grabby paws. Grabby paws. Yeah. yeah, grabby paws. I do grabby paws for other things. <laughs> <laughs> please, like. please explain a little bit more about these like. grabby paws. Oh. Aww. He just went balls deep. <laughs> <laughs> He just well, yeah, it took him about it took him it's about point three seconds to go balls deep. Well, you know, I never knew. <laughs> That's a real they furry. Said that, they said that cheetahs are fast, but I didn't know that they were that fast. Speaking of furry hey, in public, Christian, I really feel sorry if that how fast he goes. Uh, oh. no. <laughs> you know, foxes are a little slow too. So you know, cheetahs are smaller than the other animals. It's true. So it doesn't take as long. Yeah. Uh-huh. So back well, I to know about that. <laughs> All right. So yeah, continue. So back to our topic that's at hand. 
what's with the tails, you know? Well, I think Clyde had a little thing, speaking of furries over there. Oh, yeah, probably like 20 minutes ago. I was just <laughs> going to say, uh, usually when somebody comes up to me like that random stranger in the bathroom at Further Confusion, pretty much all I really feel like telling him is that we're animal people because it usually elicits the most comical responses just from the people that have absolutely no idea what's really going on yeah. with tails and collars, fursuits. They usually just don't get it. <laughs> and I don't really feel like I'm qualified to explain it. Well, what about you, Christian? you have any uh, different takes? Lately, I, I usually describe it as an art movement. Um, mm. Because I think that makes the most sense. Like, uh, I, I think that furries, to me, are people who express their interest in the anthropomorphic genres, you know, mm -hmm. through through art and music and costuming. Uh, and And stuff such as that. Um, and, and, you know, uh, the, on, on the news and, uh, and, and in the media, it seems like most of the, most of the focus tends to go towards the fursuiters because they're more fun to film, I guess, or to take pictures of. Uh, but, but really it's, it's so much more than that. Like, uh, like I, I met someone whose fursona was a human being, <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I met that so guy I too. So I guess, yeah, I guess there, I guess there are no, no real limits. I mean, I suppose anybody who considers themselves to be a furry uh, is a furry. I mean, that's not necessarily inversely true. Like, I think there are some people who say they aren't furries that definitely are furries. Yeah, like, I knew this. Okay, I knew this artist, right? Mm-hmm. Not personally, but I saw. I, you know, I keep track with them online, and she profusely is like. I'm, I draw anthro, and she really down looks down on furries, and she says furry as one of those deepy, creepy, whatever thingies, and she draws anthro, which is the art form of the furry community, and she makes fursuit heads, and she's like, I'm not a furry. Yeah, Sounds to me like she's in denial. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Very like, much so. Like, I can understand drawing anthropomorphic characters and not considering a furry. Right, yourself right. A furry, but you're, drawing, you're, you're making fursuit heads, too. But you can you can consider yourself a costumer and a... You know, those are the separate sides. Yeah, I, yeah mean, but if, I mean, I wouldn't be so criticizing if she didn't look down on the furry fandom while she did that. Yeah. Well, I how mean, about the people that draw furry art but don't consider themselves to be furry? No, that's fine and everything. However, if you draw furry art but what and if you look at furry porn and you have a fursuit and you've got a fursona and you go to furry cons that and you're like, I'm not a furry. Well, guess what? You you're, are a furry. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> a, no that's, denying it then. There's, yeah, but but there there will still be people who will. And I know well, one well, 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 What if they're doing that for research? Uh, well then, gee, they, you, you would think that if it was a social experiment, then they would probably be all out furry, you know, like, like they would, they would probably, they would probably, uh, kind of involve themselves in the furry experience as much as possible, but research, like, what do you mean by research? Like, I don't know, that was just something I threw out there. Okay, <laughs> well, that's fun. I think if anybody besides, you know concerned parents tried to research the fandom, they would probably find a lot of things that were a little bit what they didn't expect. <laughs> so let's hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh -huh. Google is your friend. 
Yeah, that's usually actually what I tell people to do is just Google furry fandom <laughs> because there's a lot of oh nice, boy. you know, like all-encompassing articles that other people have written. Yeah. That way I don't have to sit down and have to explain why I'm a furry. <laughs> right. do, you, do you tell them to Google image furry fandom? <laughs> With a safe search off. Yeah, like we that that just I don't know, it just reminds me. It was in San Jose for for Furcon. Uh, me and some of my friends were were at Starbucks getting a cup of coffee, and the girl was asking about our tags, and then and then we told her about furries, and she said, "Oh, that's great! I'll look them up on the internet." And we didn't know whether we should stop her or <laughs> no, 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 I don't, don't do that. I'm, like just it, take our word for it. It's probably good that you didn't stop her because if you're like, no, 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 don't but, do that, she's gonna want to do it even more. But really, I I don't know. We're we're exaggerating. There's obviously not that much furry pornography compared to just regular furry art. I would say I don't know, maybe one in ten, fifteen images uh, total. I mean, I, I mean, there were some stats that's... on Fur Affinity released a while ago, and uh, the stats were out of like what like. 8,000 or 8 million pictures, only 2 million were actually porn and 6 million And that's, were that's for clean. affinity, too. Like, people people go there for porn, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, uh... Well, not uh, really, but... Not everyone goes Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying you're, more, you're more likely to go to for affinity for furry porn than you are to go to, like, DeviantArt yeah. for it, you or know? Yeah, because you You know, like, other, other websites like that are more likely to hold, you know, more, more wholesome artwork, uh... You know, like, because there, there's obviously some some level of... Uh, well, not according to the, BYU's the internet, where it's like, oh, we're going to block DeviantArt, but not block for Affinity. Yep, I found Wait, that really? out last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same at, yeah. at UVU. That's funny, really? Yeah. Wait, yeah. UVU blocks DeviantArt? It blocks DeviantArt. Really? Oh, I've been able to get funny. on DeviantArt. I, it must be In a my recent computer lab, then. it says it's blocked for incidental pornography. I think that oh, maybe it's probably the... Community but see, the thing is, DeviantArt allows artistic nudity yeah. so you could see actual pictures of actual penises and actual boobs on deviantart and, and you can't vaginas. i don't you can't see that uh, yeah you can't see that on for affinity can you no you can't no. and so that's just but still i'm surprised they're not both blocked yeah i just think, think that the developers or whoever's in charge probably just doesn't have any idea yeah well, Probably. let's hope it stays that well, way. Well, unless they have a cow, it's just like, oh, cute furry animals. Yay! That's I mean, I really, saying. in order to see the porn, you're going to have to, like, log in. See, exactly, yeah. And... That's why it's just cute furry animals. Yes. That's all yeah. the fandom is, anyway. Cute yeah. furry animals. Hey, Faye. That's all. Hmm. You're a cute little marble pole cat. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> you're welcome. Mm. <laughs> well, is there anything else that we want to ask our guests about? Like, well, what's with let's the get tells? some questions from Faye. Why don't you... What's with some questions from me? Um, well, yeah, interact with our guests a little bit. Oh, I have to interact with them? Well, well yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That is part of the job. Oh, fine. Why don't you... I interacted with them at dinner. Oh, yeah. great, you did. Sort of. Well, well, she spilled her quota. <laughs> yeah. Just Sorry, the guys. stroke the cheetah penis a little bit more. <clears throat> stroke his ego. Oh my gosh. So, guys. <laughs> I totally <laughs> thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> really? I don't understand where that was, Yeah, where that assumption could have possibly come mm. from. Well, <laughs> after living around Elle for a while, I don't really know what to expect. Okay. Did you All right, so, yeah. let's. Uh, we digress. 
So, I I just wanted to hear, what is your most memorable experience with someone that didn't know about furries? Maybe you already shared it, but, um, like, just your most memorable interaction with the public. Well, like, whether it's, yeah. For me, most of the time, I just have small experiences because I go out with Elle and Rue and Faye with their tails and all the other furries that live in Utah. Uh, so we just get a few bystanders that usually just ask, and they, for some reason, they always come up to me, and I think it's because I'm not the one wearing a tail, <laughs> but they can tell that I'm obviously Probably. with these people. Uh, so they just kind of ask, you know, He's what's going on? He's the most on. normal looking one. I guess so, but you know, sometimes, I don't know. <laughs> they just like me. Uh, but the the ones that I really remember have actually been from Further Confusion, which is the biggest convention I go to every year and it ends up being actually middle-aged people I remember this particular couple uh, it was a woman and a man and they were at the hotel it looked like probably for business uh, they were dressed up in suits and they were just in the hotel lobby when everyone else was there all the first suitors and they actually did come up to me and just wanted to know what the convention was all about and they were asking me so many questions and uh, it got to the point where I just didn't want to answer them because they were going into great details and I was kind of wondering how much they actually did know and they just wanted me to explain it to them better. Um, so I eventually just told them, sorry, I have to leave. I have to go do something. And then I noticed about 20 minutes later they were still in the lobby talking to another group of furries just trying to find out what was going on. And that's probably the most memorable experience in my mind but i get it a lot all the time so it's kind of hard to just pick one i imagine the further you get into the convention the less willing people are actually to talk to because they've been asked so many times oh yeah mm, um what's this. up with the tales like what's what's this all about what are what's happening here mm -hmm. and so have. like the first day if you're at a, con at a hotel where the convention's happening and you don't know what's going on you ask someone you're more likely to get an answer than on, say, the third day. Most definitely. Yeah, my most memorable moment was also at Further Confusion. Uh, and I remember I, I had brought my ukulele with me, and I was outside just playing the ukulele because it's fun. And, uh, and you know, obviously, uh, obviously it, it made me a beacon for, for strangers. Uh, and... There was one woman who looked like she was in her mid-twenties or something, and she walked up to me, and she stopped me, <clears throat> and and she she looked confused, but mostly excited, and she said, so what's up with all of these squirrel people? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, um... <laughs> oh, and, so and so I kind of, I kind of, uh... I kind of told her about it a little bit begrudgingly, uh... You know, I, because because it's it's kind of hard to fish for the for the right words to use, especially since it's a uh, since it's such a um, such a subjective subject. You know, obviously every subject is subjective. I'm uh, a squirrel, and that feels great. Yeah, so so I, I kind of You're told her. Oh, okay. I kind of I kind of told her, and she. And she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go explore a little bit." And so then she she uh, she kind of stepped into the room, and she 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 looked like she had just fallen into Narnia, like 
Like she like <laughs> Like she she was she was just like 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 be, bewitched. She was uh she was uh, under our our hex because she seemed so uh, excited, like she was, like she was uh, floating through this magical world where people are animals and animals are people, and uh, and yeah, that was that was it. That was my most memorable experience. That's awesome. So, uh, Faye, what was your most memorable experience? My most memorable experience. Um, I think I shared it last time. The woman in Walmart that thought that there was some sort oh, of oh yeah dominance play going on or something because uh, i had my collar and tail on i thought it was like like pet play or something i don't know <laughs> um I, although you never know really what to expect in utah does like she even know what pet play is and that kind of stuff most but, um, likely not yeah that's <laughs> what i was thinking i think she was just I like think it's safe to assume that nobody in utah knows anything about sexual fetishes oh, but she was serious <laughs> she was um Did she just go up to you and say is this some kind of s&m thing or like well, well no she was concerned wasn't I she i shared this last time but since you guys I, don't, I haven't told you guys about this but this woman came up to me and in walmart and she's just like what why are you wearing that tail is your boyfriend making you wear it and she went on to tell to ask if um or to tell me that that I shouldn't go out alone wearing that that it might not be safe to do that so she was very concerned for me. Oh, that's good to hear. And it was so sweet. She was just like she was trying to look out for me, but I was just like, you have no idea, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was I didn't really pay much attention because I was trying to get my prescription. I was just talking to the. Ph- I was talking to the pharmacy tech, and she was trying to talk to me while I was trying to talk to the pharmacy tech. And I was like, if you hold on just a second, I can give curious. you a proper answer. Yeah, she was just really curious. And she was just sitting there waiting for a prescription, so it's not like she had anywhere to be. It's not like those old ladies do anything anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they just look for the young ones that they can try to, I don't know, give molest. a good upbringing to. Or molest. Hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. Free candy, anyone? Uh, Well, you know, I would have to say my most memorable Wait, did I ask you? Did I ask you? Are you the head host of the... Does it matter if you asked you? No, go ahead, Rue. Okay. I'm kind of offended right now. Oh, don't be offended. Say sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this okay, sounds like so. some sort of pet play to me. I'm right sorry. There's <laughs> <laughs> much happening, thing, you know. So, a- anyways, so when I get in it's, suit, it's it's always yeah. When I get into suit, it's it's awesome to be able to, you know, see people's face. You know, the thing is, is you can be looking at them and they don't even know that you're looking at them. <laughs> uh, that's the great thing about being in first suit is you can be looking anywhere and. Uh, people don't know what you're looking at completely, but um, but anyways, pe- <laughs> people have um, you know m- some of my experiences with with furry. Thank you, L. Okay, he's trying to pet me, trying to get some <laughs> pet play in or something. Different kind of petting um, there. <laughs> <laughs> so also when I'm in suit and interacting with the public, a lot of people come up and ask me, you know, what are you doing? Like, why are you in this fursuit? Of course, I'm like, you know, I have a squeaker, so it's like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Hi, how are you? You know, being 
like really cute and stuff like that. Trying to interact with them that way. And so they usually ask my handler and stuff like that. I've heard a lot of different, you know, responses from, from different people. But I don't know. To be able to see, you know, the smile, you know, the smiles that the general public have on their face, you know, seeing this first shooter wa- um, waltzing down, um, doing different things, it's, it's, it's fun. It's amazing. I and, just have something to say about your squeakers. Go ahead. Other than that, they're extremely annoying. <laughs> Thank you. But I was uh, I was out shopping. <laughs> yeah, we were. I was out we were... shopping. The Ow! Why did you hit me, Rue? There's some violence in the studio tonight. Ow! Ow! Anyway, as I was saying, Ow. we were out shopping, and I heard a squeaker, and it sounded exactly like you guys when you're in suit. Uh, and it was cu- it was going on for like at least a full minute somewhere on the other side of the store so i actually stopped what i was doing and went looking for you guys yeah, i tried <laughs> and... to convince him that it wasn't you because i didn't think it was but he was so convinced that there was no way anybody else would have uh would have squeakers around winco uh and we looked for you we did and we did not find you <laughs> but, <laughs> nope. but we totally thought it was you because you guys have your squeakers all the time I've i heard don't shopping carts that sound like them yeah, so it could have been I like a car. It, it, it was definitely a dog toy or something. Also, we were in, anyway. um, <laughs> where were we? In and Out. We haven't been to In and Out in a while. We need to go there. But we were at, um, we were at In and Out, and one of us was moving in the chairs, and it sounded like a squeaker. And we were looking around trying to figure out where the squeakers were. Oh, yeah, I remember that. (laughs) So every time, uh, I think it was Elle's chair that was really squeaky. So every time he turned around, or like turned, we turned around looking for a squeaker. And he'd turn around and squeak more. (laughs) It confused us so much for a while. Uh, Great times, great times. Mm -hmm. We need to go there. It's great that Internet is finally in Utah. I love it. Where did it start? California. Oh, okay. Well, it's a matter right now. Yeah. Anyway, I think my most memorable experience being, well, not really asked about the whole thing, but just talking about the furry fandom. Well, I guess not really talking about the fandom per se, but the tale. Make up your mind. <laughs> um, it was after phase. Our pants were stolen out out of the public laundromat. Oh, I'm still really pissed. Yeah, it, it it's not a. Yeah, the other day we did laundry and somebody stole all of my jeans. I'm really pissed off yeah. about that. So if you see someone who has Thay's jeans, kill them. Don't really. No, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Actually, do it. I already don't have just like. The there's already like seven death threats on his head. Oh yeah. I like my friends. Yeah. They're looking out for me. <laughs> but and your pants. Yeah. And my pants. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, I feel bad if the that guy ever gets caught because mm-hmm. he's not gonna, he's not gonna be very, very welcoming. It's the pants burglar of Orem, Utah. <laughs> he's finally caught. But anyway, um, afterwards, I stayed, <laughs> I stayed behind in Cut the laundromat as down. they, um, as they went to Winco to um, go get some grocery because we had an empty fridge. Um, and I'm just sitting there with my tail, and these two little girls come up to me and be like, 
What? Why are you wearing a tail? I'm like, it's my tail. It's real. They're like, nah. I'm like, yeah. And they pull on it. I'm like, ow, that hurts. And they're like, it's not real. I'm like, yeah, I felt that. It's so much fun trying to convince kids that your tail is real. And that oh, you yeah. grew your tail. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, they go off. And this random girl that I have no idea who she is, she's like, oh, don't worry about them. I know how that is. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, oh, yeah, I have a tail. I have a bunny and a cheetah tail. I'm like, okay. And so she just starts talking to me about her tails and her involvement online. It really didn't hint. She didn't really say anything about the furry fandom, but she went on, you know, discussing about, like, her alias and her role playing. And she has two tails. And it really sounds like she's a furry. But, like, for, like, an hour and a half, she's just talking to me, and I'm you just... You didn't talk to her about furries? No. But we're talking about all these things, and I'm just... I'm just like, okay, shut up, I want to watch my videos. <laughs> I'm thinking that, you but... You could have met another furry! Well, she was, like, 16. Jail so? Yeah, <laughs> Jail bait, indeed. Don't be caught talking to people that are underage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh... Children are to be seen, not heard. I mean, but the thing is, I couldn't direct the conversation. It was just her, 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 her. And so it's like, okay, whatever. And in my mind, I'm just like, shut up. I want to watch videos. But that didn't happen until Monkey Dude actually um, came and picked me up. And I came home and I cleaned. And then, uh, I, uh, I waited for them you to You got get on back. with your life, and you forgot all about her until tonight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, so yeah. Tell that's... us about that girl, that other furry you found at Best Buy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gab. Oh, yeah. I don't know her name. Her name yeah, is it's Gab. Gab. And Fault. She's Gab Apple. Oh, yeah, for sure. See, I don't know. Weren't you wearing your toe? No, I don't wear my tail because it's awful. Right. We're going to fix that. Yeah. Um, but we were in Best Buy uh, after lunch or dinner or something. And that was Elle and I with our tails and Christian was with us. And um, I had I had my Pine Martin tail on. I still hadn't made my Marble Pole cat tail yet and she... She came up behind me and she was just like, I'm sorry, but I really have to ask, what what kind of tail, or, yeah, what kind of tail is that supposed to be? And I was amazed after I said Pine Martin that she knew what, what I was even referring to. And we started talking and she was like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm, I don't remember how she put it, it was a while ago, but she was, um, she started talking about furries and she was like, yeah, I, I am. Um, and it was just really exciting because we met another furry. Two, actually. Yeah. Two furries, yeah, because it was, um... Because she was with her, uh... Hubby. Mate? Or mate, or whatever. I don't know. One of I, those. Yeah. He's um, a bat. Fault. Mm-hmm. And, um... Gabby's... What is her species again? Meerkat? Meerkat. Oh, yeah, I, Meerkat, I think. Meerkat. Meerkat's a cute. I think. And, um, so that was pretty exciting. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's fun. It is fun. Um, so, okay. Is there anything else you guys want to share? 
Um, no, I think things are just cooking. kind of cooling down here. Yeah. One so thing I that we're... I do want to ask is, for the both of you, you're a couple, right? Mm-hmm. So, what are the next conventions that you're going to be attending? Uh, <laughs> what is having a couple of well, this, this, well, this is a crucial question of well, any couple. See, no, no, no. Here's uh, the thing: if they're a couple, that means they're they're going to go together. Usually. Not necessarily. Well, I guess not, but if they're more likely going to together. go together. Yeah, we will be. Um, <laughs> well, we're planning on going to further yeah, confusion. We'll, we'll, as we'll usual. be we'll be at further confusion in January. Um, Originally, I had wanted to go back to Rainforest since. I'm actually from Oregon, so the Northwest, and I went there last year, mostly by myself, and then I just met up with all of my old Oregon friends, but this year, it's probably not going to happen, I just have too much going on. Isn't that school. in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, it's in Seattle, and Washington. Next and when you say it's probably oh, yeah. not going to happen, you mean, if it does happen, uh, we'd better be ready by next Thursday, because <laughs> <laughs> that's when it is. Well, that's pretty much what I did with FC last year. I decided to go about a week beforehand and just kind of hopped on. <laughs> Wait, hold on, but you were on the pre-registration line with me. Well, yeah, did but you, I didn't did have you, did any pre- sort of plans. So you, you pre-registered and planned not to go until the last week? <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do. I got my registration. <laughs> okay. Well, but I you mean, didn't you make can... any plans other than reservation. Uh, I didn't sorry. know who I was going with, who I was staying in, what hotel room. Yeah, that's pretty unprepared. Like that. <laughs> yeah, let's, like... not, let's not do that. Let's not do that uh, this time. Let's figure something else out. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. So, so what are you and Al? Uh, what you and Al? What are you? And, sorry, <laughs> you are Al. What are you and what conventions are you and Rue planning on going um, to? Well, hoping, hoping to. Hoping, yeah. Well, no set plans yet. Yeah, nothing set right now, but we're planning on, well, hoping slash planning on going to uh, FC, Further Confusion, this uh, upcoming January. And another con that we're really, really hoping to go is uh, Anthrocon 2012. Um, That'd be awesome. Yes, it will. And we're hoping to bring you along, so... We'll be all three yeah. of us. That would be really nice to go to. We've been planning conventions like separately. We went to uh, Rocky Mountain for a con together, and since then we've been like, oh, okay, what are we going to go to next? And I've been planning separately from Ruin L. <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah. been interesting. You're going to M- MFF, right? I am almost definitely, hopefully, going to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really want to go to MFF. I just gotta get a lot of things lined up, hotel right. room, and like I know who I'm staying with. I just, I just need to get things finalized. Um, I'm on the waiting list for the dealer's den, and um, I just have a lot of stuff that I need to figure out. That's probably one of the things I'm gonna get done over my quarter break coming up here. Yeah. So MFF, hopefully, hopefully, apparently AC. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> um, good. I would love to be at yeah. AC. You know what we could do there? Is um, I mean, if we want to, we can bring all this stuff here and then at AC, and then we can do like a recording at AC. Yeah, if we can do that without damaging it, that oh, would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah, we can give you guys um, some kind of like a little short thing. It probably won't be a full episode, but maybe like yeah, half just... an hour of what we've done so far and what hey, we're planning. Hey, this is what doing. we've been up to. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. <laughs> um, so I think we're gonna take another break. Um, oh, and more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to respond to the emails next. But we have emails. Yeah. 
Um, so one last time too, I think. Yeah, we're gonna be actually saying goodbye to our guests, so they have to mm-hmm. head out the door. Um, so oh. we're gonna be playing "What Matters" by the Queenstons again, put out by Lapbox Tracks from the album "The Grand Cross." Enjoy. Welcome back. It was nice having Clyde and Christian with us. And now we have some emails to read. Woohoo. Well, let's see. The first one we have is from uh, Tussol. Um The subject is episode one, what I think the fandom is. To me, the fandom is a great way to meet new people that share the same interests. It's also a place where I can be myself and have fun without any fear or regret the people i found in the in ah the people i found within the fandom are the funniest people i have funnest. ever met oh <laughs> funnest well sorry hooked on hooked on phonics work for me yay <laughs> <laughs> well we can definitely see that room <laughs> well you know we kind of had a little bit of a um, yeah, so this, this is one was last week's, um, question. And, um, 
yeah, so basically it's it's a great yeah, it's the question we asked last week for this episode. Yeah, and oh, there I was a little confusion on. We and uh, oh yeah, so this is this is all this is right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's correct. Well, you know, it is it is true. The fandom is a great way to meet new people, and it's also a great way to be yourself. And just like how we said in the last episode, um, it's a great way to be able to find people that have the same interests as you. It's kind of funny because there are so many different interests within the fandom. But um, just because there's no like occupational or educational requirement to be a furry, it's not like we all have to be carpenters or something. And so you you it's very unlikely that you'll never find someone... I mean, if you look hard enough, you can find another furry that is a digital media major or um, that builds puppets or is a vet tech or it, you you can find someone else to relate to. Yeah. There's a whole wide... The furry fandom is a rainbow of 200 different colors. <laughs> That's quite the rainbow. Yes, it is. I need yeah. a flag of that. I I will make that flag. It will be the fandom's flag. I still don't like your rainbow flag. Oh, what? It's an ugly rainbow. I'm sorry. I think that he it would, it would be awesome once L gets his suit. We plan on having him um, have the the rainbow flag <laughs> attached to the back of him, and he's gonna have a box of pop tarts in his hand. He's gonna go mm. around being the nyanya cat. Oh dear! I did not agree to that. Yes, you did. You were the one that thought of the idea. Apple cinnamon. Apple. Mmm, cinnamon. Mm. Anyway. So we have a on. question for the podcast. This is different. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's me. I'm answering the question right here. This comes from Madame Eyes. You know this person, thing? I believe she's Sort was of. A... I, I know her through online. Yeah. I, I've never met her personally, but I know her. She yeah. was on your live stream. Yes. Alright, so this comes from Madame Eyes. She writes, Hi, this is Madame Eyes, otherwise known as Sarcastic Martin on Fur Affinity. I know several folks here in the community don't exactly consider themselves furry. What would you say distinguishes someone who likes to draw or writes about furry critters and an actual furry? Is there a different, different, differentiation, uh, is difference there, you'd make. Is there a differentiation that you'd like to make? Yeah. Don Ponics worked for L. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, I like this that we're getting a question instead of yeah. um, asking a question. I, re- I like it. Yeah, this is hey. definitely good. Please, please do send your questions to us. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't do a difference. I mean, to me... A furry is just someone who wants to associate with the community. And if they don't want to associate with the community, then they're not a furry. But as we talked about earlier, there gets to a point where you're just in denial. Like if you're going to cons and you make fursuits and you wear a fursuit and you have a persona, you're a furry. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, those people who draw the art, they don't have to be a furry to draw that art. 
feel like the biggest difference is um, is what the person identifies as. Does that person yeah. identify as a furry? And like you said, there is a point where they're pretty much a furry in denial, but you can't make someone a furry, and you can't just lump someone in with furries. Yeah. And there's and no you problem can with enjoy, that. You can enjoy them as a furry, and maybe their art is furry, maybe their music is furry, or I don't know, uh, their writing is furry, but you can't really make them a furry. Just like... Uh, like the, you just you can't give that label necessarily. It's like say taking Rush Limbaugh and putting him in the gay community. He may go use those bathroom stalls, but he doesn't associate with the community, and you can't make him associate. You know, my my two cents is it goes all over the place with this particular um, you know, with this particular email. Um, the thing is, is like there's a lot of people that I know of that are on for affinity as well that they are not they're not furries. And in fact, um, they tend to put on their profile, I am not a furry or, you know, something like that. Um, but the thing is, is they have grown to learn how to, you know, they enjoy drawing the anthropomorphic, you know, animals and stuff like that. You know, and I guess it just comes down to each individual person. Um, you know, if somebody doesn't consider themselves a furry, then, you know, okay, they're not a furry. Now, but to to us, you know, even though that they like to, if they make mascot outfits, make fursuits, they make, you know, they draw anthropomorphic animals, you know, to us, they, you know, that they, they probably, you know, would fit directly into that cookie-cutter type thing of what a furry is, which that's a forever-changing cookie-cutter. Um, Everything's just cookies with you. But <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't intentional, I promise. <laughs> sure. But at the same exact time, you know, you can weigh it back and forth because th there's a fine line here. And, you know, if you consider, I think it just comes down to if you consider yourself a furry, then you're a furry. Yeah. That's, that's where yeah. I'm drawing the line. Definitely. And if they're not a, if they say that they're not a furry, I then mean, they're not a furry. Maybe they just haven't discovered it yet. Yeah. And one thing that I don't get is why do they need to be furry? If they're drawing the art, cool. They're drawing the art. If well, it is for affinity. That's yeah, the other but, side. Yeah, but they don't need to be a furry to enjoy a website, to enjoy this art form, to enjoy that. That's how I started out. Yeah, I mean, there's it's nothing. It's like you can be a furry without. Knowing you're a furry. Yeah, too. but, but like, why are they on for affinity if they're not a furry? Because that's the best. If you if you do that art style, and you're an artist, you're looking at a way to get out there. And for affinity has the art style, so that's the best way to get put yourself out there. Definitely. But you know, one thing that I would like to say, and I've said this earlier, it's fine to be you know to do the art and say you're not furry. Just don't look down upon the furries, you know, while you do that. Also, one thing, if someone is drawing anthropomorphic art and say that they're not furries, you guys, you furries out there, don't look down upon them either. Don't go harass them saying, why are you not furry? Why are you not a furry? Just let them be. Just let them draw their art. Just let them have a good time. 
I mean, don't. You can say like, why aren't you a furry? Like, yeah. you know, wh- like, why not? You seem like so. You seem like a furry, but don't. It, it doesn't matter. Just don't try to make anybody to uh, be anything they don't want. Yeah. You know, they like I said, you can't force anyone to be anything to have that name put upon them. You might consider them a furry in your mind, in your heart, but that doesn't make them a furry to them. Right. You can show the the horse where to where to drink from the water, but you can't force it to drink. So, do we have anything else to say? No, I think we're good there. there. Yeah, okay. let's move on. Uh, looks like Sparky sent us another email this week. Yay, oh, Sparky! Yay. <laughs> hey, every first. I think Sparky. that green and black wolf is starting to grow on me. Starting? <laughs> well, I mean, that green always held me back. I mean, the wolf. We have mini Sparky here with us. We do. We should take a picture yeah. and put him on the website. Okay. Yeah. So, here we go. Hey, every first. Sparky. Describing what furry is to another person is something I believe... Most, if not all, furs have done at least once. As with describing anything new to someone, it's best to find a middle ground where you can both meet before you try to build this picture of what is insert topic here. And describing furry is no different. The middle ground varies with each person. With most I've talked to, it's easier to build off their childhood. Bugs Bunny, Daffy, etc. Daffy Duck, etc. Other instances have started with high school mascots, Halloween, and so on. Once you're both on that middle ground and they haven't run away screaming yet, now the building begins. Why do you do it? Why are you wearing that ta- tail, collar, etc.? Now this goes back with what I said in my email last episode. Yay for, <laughs> yay for continuity. About what is a furry. It's fun. It's creativity. It's expression. I do it because I feel happy when I do it. I do it because it shows a part of me that I like. I do it because I look downright sexy in a tail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to admit, I think that I look downright sexy in a tail. I think we all do. Mm. We all look downright sexy in Mm. tails. You know, you should, you should, um, we'll have to post. Um, some of Faye's tells oh. up on the website. Yeah. Some we actually did a photo shoot. Oh, just hey, recently. hey, Faye, the husky <laughs> tail. We'll put that on the website. The husky tail, sexy. Yeah. One thing though that Sparky does reach on. He doesn't really particularly say it the same way that I'm about to say it, but he, you know, it, it's. I think it's pretty much communicating the same thing. You start simple. Don't go too complicated. I know a lot of furries who they explain furry fandom as in, we like anthropomorphic anthropomorphic art. Great. What is anthropomorphic? That, that's a good point. Like, that's while, a very good point. While anthropomorphic is not a furry-specific term, it's not something that everybody knows what it is. Yeah, like everyone that I talk to that isn't a furry has no clue what that means. So if you go to them and say, or if you're an English major, yeah. you might know. Yeah. But if you just go you in know. and say, we like cartoon animals, there you go. It's saying the exact same thing. And then later on, you can say, oh, we call these cartoon animals anthropomorphic animals. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's giving a clear definition of what we like and then assigning a term to it. Why do you think it's important for um, Elle to, to teach um, the public about about these things, like, if they ask. Why do you think it's important to 
to tell them the correct definition versus the wrong. Well, there isn't a correct or wrong version. I mean, there's... There's so many definitions yeah. of what furry is. I'm, Everyone has their own individual uh, definition of what furry is, and it varies from person to person. Like, I don't think there's a single person that has an identical um, perception of what furry is because there's so much... Um, Individuality. Personal investment into the fandom. Yeah. Like you aren't just a furry. Well, yeah, but you're furries that are just for the that are furries just for the hell of it. But I feel like there's a personal reason for everyone that varies. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I can say it's a Russian thing. <laughs> if you want to. That would be lying, but yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, it is yeah. fun, but I guess the thing is, is there's this huge misconception of what a furry actually is, you know, with the CSI episodes and, yeah, all those things that happened a long time ago, but yet it's still in the forefront of people's minds. By the way, I do suggest you watch that CSI episode because it's funny as hell. <laughs> also very logical, but it is CSI. What do you expect? Need anyway, <laughs> needless to say, I've lost my train of thought. But um, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think, I believe, this is my opinion for what it's worth, is that it is very important to make sure that you are very clear and very precise to, um, you know, to these people, to the public, and let them know and stand up for what you actually are, what you, be you know, what you believe, you know, what, what you're actually doing. I think that that's very important. And don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Um, at the fact that you're wearing a tail or a collar or anything like that, let them know. Stand up for it. And, and if you don't let them know, they'll find out somehow. And if you don't explain clearly to them, they're going to get a different idea of what's going on than you want them to know. Oh, yeah. it's, it's because God, sorry. sorry. Because everybody does have that different definition of what furry is, if you don't let them know what you're doing, then... How do they? They're they're never gonna know why you're doing it or what's up with your tail. Yeah, they'll know what's up with some tails, but they're not gonna know what's up with I your mean, tail. Like it's the same thing. You, you you know you're 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 watching over a child, and you tell them don't go in that door, don't go in that door, and the child asks you, well, what's in that door? What's in there? And you say, you don't need to know that. What is the child going to do? The child's going to find out for themselves. Yeah, they're going to go and do everything they can to do it. They're going to be wanting to look into it more. But well, if you just maybe out, what's in that closet is like a birthday present or something. Well, they're going to find something in there that's like a dirty little secret or something. Yeah. They're not going to necessarily find that present right away. They'll find though they might find bad stuff. Yeah. You know, so you you know, explaining to her instead of acting as if it was a big secret and, you know, oh, I can't tell you. Just say, oh, hey, well, we like cartoon animals and we wear tails to express that. Great. Well, there you go. It's clear, precise, easy, and it's not going to, you know, it's not, you know, a definition that hides stuff. Mm -hmm. It's That's the core. And yours is going to be different because, again, each definition of furry is different from person to person. But, you know, something like that, that's all you need. And there's nothing, you know, for something like that, there's no reason to be like, oh, no, 
I can't say anything. No. Fine. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it, it it always um back to back to where Sparky was um back to what Sparky was saying. Uh, we always sometimes when we t- and come. I'm sorry. Um, sometimes when people confront us or talk to us, it feels like it's a big thing that we have to s- explain, some big complicated thing, like, how are they ever gonna explain? Well, Sparky makes a really good point, and we're finding that middle ground, like, find something that everybody knows about. Like, like, start simple and then build up. Yeah. For because sure. it is a lot to take in. But it doesn't have to be a lot that you throw out at them. You can just start them off with the simple, basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Enough to make them under, or help them understand a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, for sure. You know, when I explained a little bit to my, my family about furries, you know, I, I basically told them that it was, you know, I, well, first of all, I did it for like puppeteering and stuff like that. I was taking a puppeteering class. Um, and, you know, it was really fun. It was amazing. But needless to say, that's a different subject. Um, I made the fursuit and I made it for the puppeteering class. And I explained to them what I was going to be doing with this suit that I was going to be, um, you know, I was going to be doing charity work with them and different things like that. With, I mean, with the, the fursuit. That's what I'm trying to say. And so, basically, they sat down, they asked me about it, you know, how come I was so interested in this and different things like that. And, you know, I just explained to them, you know, my feelings of, basically, this makes me happy, and I want to do this. And, you know, and and when you're explaining to, to anybody... You know, you can have the same attitude. This makes you happy. This is who you are. And just go in with that attitude. Don't be nervous. Don't be shy. Just be yourself to that person. Yeah, for sure. Okay, should we move on? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the next one is... Rythos. By the way, Rythos, we appreciate you. And we want to get to know you. This sounds so sketchy. Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I personally am really excited to meet Rythos. Um, she is, uh, she's new to the fandom. And she is, um, new to the Utah Furries. And from the little bit I've talked to her on the Facebook chat, I we seem really alike, and I'm really excited to meet her. Yeah, we should have her over. She also she also left an awesome Jennifer's review. Not that far away. She yeah. also left an awesome review on our website. Yeah, that was really sweet. Yeah. You know, I think I think we should read that after okay. we um I'll pull that up after we her. read this email yeah, from her. Email. By the way, guys, rate and give. Reviews of a podcast. If you want. Um, <laughs> our last episode of the podcast is now on iTunes. So you can find that. Um, yeah. for what it's worth. But I, mean, I think we spelled it's incorrectly. Yeah. I mean, I can hmm. go in that fix that. I need to fix the hmm. keywords because right now if you type in for what it's worth, it's not going to pop up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if you type in furry, we're on the first page by, uh, unfurled and outcast. So. 
You know, it's really funny if you type in for what it's worth, then you end up getting a whole bunch of Bible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's pretty funny. It's it's awesome that we're right next to there. Anyway, you should, uh. Hey, Stingles. You should read. Okay. Okay. Here we go. This, once again, is for from Rythos. The furry fandom, for me, is a place where I can be myself. I can embrace this. I, I can embrace this other side of me that may, um, that maybe my friends won't fully understand. It's a chance for someone like me, always a kid at heart, to let that kid out again. A chance to let your imagination unleash its wildest possibilities. I am just a newbie, newbie for mine. It, it hasn't even been a week since I found my fur, but already I'm thinking I'm coming to understand just what so many people love about being a part, uh, being a part of this. You're a part of a bigger circle, a bigger family, a family of people who have a special connection and who all support and care about one another. I think, for me so far, more than anything, the fandom is true happiness. Aww. That's really sweet. And we sweet. pronounced her name wrong. wrong. It's Rithos. Rithos. Oh. Hi, Rithos. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we all pronounced it wrong. You so. know, I would have to agree with her. The mm -hmm. fandom is true happiness. You know, a lot of people Sorry. would say, how in the world could it be true happiness? Like, it's just this thing. But, you know, what she said, it's a big family. And you're, everyone places their, uh, very big importance on the family. Their mom, their dad, brothers or sisters, or almost, at least almost everyone. Well, this is an extension of that. I mean, people in the furry fandom get so close. You meet so many people that you build that connection with that they almost feel like they could be your brother or sister. Like, to me, you guys are like my family. You aren't just my roommates. You aren't just, you know, the people that next, live next door. You aren't just a couple of guys. You are my family to me. And I've never been that close to any other roommates that I've had. Not that I've had a lot, but I've never... You've had Felt that, that uh, connection. That one that hit, hit on me that one night. <laughs> who was like dragging me by the collar. We'll tell that oh, story another really time. really liked his collar. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, but you guys are like family to me. And I, I feel like I'm living with, with family. I've never felt um, as at home where I live with you guys. Like you guys rival the, the at home feeling that my family gave me. I kind of feel bad saying that. But there's just a lot of love here. Mm -hmm. An unconditional acceptance. You just... It's like, oh, hey, they like stuff. <laughs> you know, I feel the exact same way, Faye. As far as, like, with family, um, I really, really feel like the first meet that I ever went to, it was like... I had instant friends. You know, I came, I don't know, I guess a lot of people would say that I'm pretty, I was pretty sheltered. And 
you know, I didn't have a lot of friends. I, I had some, a lot that I hung out with a lot, and th they're my friends since high school, but it was like, but to be able to be where I was with my friends that I had, that I had been with for a very long time, and to be able to walk in and go to one meet, and then feel like I have known these people for all of my life, and they, they, they're treating me with this much respect and this much love, you know, it's amazing of what the fandom actually is. And it, it is true, the fandom is happiness. Mm -hmm. And I have never been happier than I have been living with, with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I love you guys with all of my heart. And I don't think that I would want to be anywhere else. What, what, what you said right back at you. <laughs> I love you too, Rue. And they. Group hug. Air like group hug. Yeah. Um, back to first meets the day after the first meet. Like, I, I, I talk to people and online and I would hear people talk about PCD, post-con depression, and how there's just this sort of emptiness after a con. And for some people, it's like really, really bad. Like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, going to leave the con tomorrow yeah. I'm really upset um, and I thought that was ridiculous I thought it was absolutely absurd but after the first meet the day after the first meet I cried <laughs> I'll be completely honest I cried so hard because I I had found um, such love and happiness with the fairies here was that the chicken but... nugget meat? <laughs> yes that was the chicken nugget meat <laughs> That was actually the, the one that I, I was licking honey off of oh Ronald gosh. McDonald. Yes, you were delirious too. That's actually when I submitted my order for my first suit. I too. remember that too. You were so excited, just like it's done. Yeah, the um, and then we had five people on your bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh yep. uh, gosh, what you'll do for to submit an order? Um, the internet at my apartment was down at that time, and so, so we, we went, went to, to like McDonald's. two other neighbors' houses. Didn't work, and we're like, wait. McDonald's has internet. So we went all the way over to McDonald's just to get on their, their internet. And it was my first time that I was in, in suit. And so therefore it was like, I know I was in suit before, but it was the first time I did it, it with strenuous activity. Like I had just played Dance Dance Revolution in, you know, in my fursuit and played around the nickel cage. So I was, you know, I wasn't 100% used to it. And so, um, yeah, there was a lot to, lot to take in. I was like extremely giddy and hyper. And I ended up getting chicken nuggets and honey. We were going to get hot chocolate and, and apple pie. But, but they didn't have they any. Didn't have any. Yeah. No, they had hot chocolate, but they didn't have apple pies. We should and stop I, by McDonald's and I was really, really, really sad. apple pies after the podcast. Mm. But anyways. <laughs> so we put honey on Ronald McDonald and made it off with, Goodness. um, chicken nuggets. I didn't, but he did. <laughs> and he was having so much fun. But to, to burst your guys' bubble, it was Ronald McDonald. Like, it was on the placemat. It wasn't actually, like, the statue yeah, of Ronald really McDonald. Those things are fucking creepy. <laughs> they are. But still, it was, 
anyways, say you can continue with your statement. What was I saying? You were saying that you felt very <laughs> oh, welcome. Oh, yeah, I felt so welcome by the furries, and um, I had only been here in Utah for a very short time, and my roommate at the time, she was very elusive, and she was barely around, and when she did, she was like, you heard her come in, and you heard her leave, but that was about all you ever came in contact with her. And then my my landlord was a single father who I, I couldn't connect with him. He was he's older than my mother and there's just there's this big generation gap that I had trouble with. Like I but the thing is also the funny thing is I can connect with older furries. Like there's I don't even know if it's who we are, but the fact that we want to get to know each other, that we want to know um, each other, and we care about each other. Yeah. Just, we just do. Um, but at that time, I didn't really have a whole lot of connection, and that was like the first time I had felt um, welcome and among friends and people who I could uh, belong with since I had left home and I felt homesick for them the next day I felt so homesick for them that I cried and that and sounds terrible and now I want to get away from them <laughs> now I Aww. cry because I can't get time away from them Aww. I love no, no no I don't I really don't <laughs> I love you my, I spend... heart, my heart's breaking I don't see you enough to to feel that way. Yeah, oh. we all have work and school and... and sleep. Yeah, sleep's good. <laughs> I sleep all day. <laughs> I like to sleep. Well, for the past couple months, you guys haven't been around. Anyway. Um... So, yeah, furries... Furries offer us family. Yeah. And happiness. True happiness. So, let's move on. We have an email from here. Uh, from midnight. So, I am going to read this in an interesting voice. Because it's... Very Just read steady. it. What? Okay. Hey gang, midnight here. I haven't heard the first podcast, but my wife tells me it's a must listen, which I will do. As to how I explain what furry is to others. When asked the question, I just very say, I just say very blankly, we are animals, me lady. Now this works great with guys, cause they just get real confused and aren't sure if I'm explaining it or just calling them a lady. Then I walk away with a satisfied <laughs> smile. Thank you, legend. Hope this was helpful. We are all awesome. You are all awesome. Keep it up. Sin. Midnight Mountain Wolf. Sin as infant, so. Yay. What? Sin as in what? Finn. End. As in... Sincerely. Sincerely, not as in Finn. Yeah. Mm. I messed up. Milady. <laughs> <laughs> so they... Oh, no, so L, we're all animals, my lady. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> we're all ladies, too. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. I'll be like... It's a Russian thing, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good one. I I definitely want to try try that out, cause just to see the look on their face, like what animals? 
Wait, did he just... Hey! Lady? <laughs> as much as I like actually explaining the fandom to people, like, I prefer doing that, it is amusing to mess with people as well. I won't lie. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hey, Faye. We're all animals, you lady. Let's yeah, read the next something. email. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, and thank you, Midnight. We appreciate your email, and keep them up. And your wife is right. Podcast is a must-listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really flattering to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all. We appreciate all that you do. I'm pretty sure that the only reason why she's listening to it is because of Bruce Cookie Hour. So I mean, oh, Cookie Minute. Okay, sorry. okay. Whatever. Hey, be nice to me. Okay. I'm a fox, after all. <laughs> so, next email. <laughs> this is a little tough, as many furs were drawn to the fandom. Wait, who's and this is from? I'm just going to say that afterwards, though. Oh, sorry. This is from Rago. Rago. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Go ahead. Are you sure? I don't know. Are you going to interrupt me this time? No. We love you. Uh, of course you do. The pony magic. You don't get the pony magic. Oh. <laughs> Sad face. This is a little tough, as many furs were drawn to the fandom in different ways. My general all-purpose all explanation, and he's um, referring to the, um, explaining the public, or explain the public to the fandom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> explaining the fandom to the public. I think sometimes furries do need that explanation of, this they're, the they're humans, it's okay, they won't bite, they're not like us. <laughs> oh, oh! We need to put that audio clip here where it's like that newscast about Anthrocon, where the news lady, where the guy's like, "Oh, there are people that dress up in animal costumes," and the no. news lady's like, "No, <laughs> they're not people. They're furries." <laughs> <laughs> we'll provide a link into that in the show notes for you guys to mm -hmm. go view that and laugh. Mm -hmm. Alright, so, explain the fandom to the public. This is a little tough as many furs were drawn to the fandom in different ways. My general, all-purpose explanation would be that the fandom is all about creative pursuits. Mm. Whether it be art, music, dance, poetry, storytelling, theater, costume, etc. Some of us are drawn in by an interest in anthropomorphism in general. Mm -hmm. Some of us loved our cartoon friends from our childhood so much we decided to keep them. Others simply saw how much fun we we're having and said, hey, I want to be a part of that. And then there are those who feel a genuine connection to those cho to their chosen animals. Some of us are activists or volunteers. Most of us just love animals and feel a need to separate ourselves from humanity from time to time. I think what needs to be understood is that it's not a fetish, and that most furs you'll find are well aware of their humanity and are perfectly happy with it. I suppose you could ca classify the fandom as more of a hobby or a collection of hobbies more than anything else. Yep. And and that's a really good point. There again, the 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 fandom is so many different things to so many different people, and there there are ways to generalize it, but it's very 
uh, it covers a vast collection of all well, a vast collection of hobbies. Indeed, indeed. I actually really like that. Yeah. It's a it's a collection of hobbies. That's what the fandom altogether is. Is mm-hmm. you know it's it's my hobbies and Elle's hobbies and Rue's hobbies that have to do with the fandom and everybody else's hobbies all put together, mm-hmm. and they all bring us together. Yeah. I really like that. I'll be completely honest. It makes it just. This is a very well thought out, very oh, yeah, well written email. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Thank you, Rago. 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 We'll Rago. get it right eventually. Rago. We got it wrong last time. <laughs> yes, Why did. have we not learned? Well, see, here's the thing. If we say his name like three different ways, we're bound to get it right in one of those ways. But I, I asked him before the podcast, and uh, he said Rago. 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 Okay. We'll get it right eventually. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay to be as loud as you want. Mature giggles, they. Mature. Immature. Where's the, the shot? The song. <laughs> the song. Um, the, the kid with the bike. That song. Oh, <laughs> you can ride a bike. I don't know the song. No, but it, was a, the, it sounded like you said the line from the song. You'll you'll get it eventually, or you'll. You'll get it eventually. Oh 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 oh! Yes, you guys should totally watch that. Um, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in yourself, you can ride a bike. Rock and roll. Thumbs up, for thumbs rock up, everybody, for rock and roll. Thumbs up, everybody, for rock and roll. I'm pretty sure there's not a four in there. I'm just saying. I believe, I believe, I and I'm happy for myself. I'm happy, I'm happy of myself. Oh, happy I'm of happy myself. You guys don't know the lyrics. Stop no, singing. No. But you know, the lyrics that we do know too is the Rainbow Connection. We do. Yep. We'll have to sing that eventually. Yeah. Maybe, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be providing the link to that video as well. Mm-hmm. Shimoho, accent on the yo! There's an advertisement. Yay! Pay us! I hope. <laughs> Alright, so, um, Rego makes, uh, brings up a good point in here also, is, um, the difference between um, or the presence of humanity in furries, and there—that's another thing that varies from furry to furry—is how how human do you consider yourself? Uh, in the the furry survey, um, there was a question that that asks, you know, um, how much animal do you consider yourself? Like, do you consider yourself all human or um, somewhat? A human with a little bit of animal, or um, do you consider yourself um, mostly animal, or do you consider yourself an animal, you know, like an animal in a human's body, or, or you know? So there are varying degrees of the of how. Um, yeah. What you- how human you consider yeah. yourself, and I want to eat raw meat because it's wriggling. Well, see, and Faye. bloody, and yeah, it's gonna be amazing. So, Faye, so you know, how human are you? I consider myself completely human. Awesome. 
And just to show within the show itself the differences, you know, I do believe that my spirit is a snow leopard. I do have that. So I'm more of a animal trapped in a human's body. I'm in it for the fun. <laughs> Rue doesn't care. He's just like, fun, balloons, cookies, yay! Like, really, what I'm brought me... I'm a fox! Yay! <laughs> oh, jeez. What brought me into the fandom is is the company. Like, I... um, I probably would have gone for Affinity and Pounced and stuff. Actually, I'm pretty sure I joined Pounced before I considered myself a furry because I was just like, I'm not a furry. But I really enjoy the company of furries because one of my best friends in school was a furry. And so I was just like, you know, she's really awesome. I bet there are other awesome people out there that happen to be furries. Like, I felt like I could find that, um, that awesomeness in, um, in <laughs> other furries. And, um, so I, I still consider myself, consider myself human. I, I consider myself a furry now, but I still consider myself human. And I like portraying myself as a marble polecat. Like, I feel like it's, it, it's fun to create a character for myself and to, um, to play out this, um, alternate and, um, the, the same self at the same yeah. time. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But. You know, that's definitely another show topic right there, just for Sonas and, yeah, I definitely want to do a show on personas. Definitely, yeah, it'll be good. We'll write it down that way. We remember it because mm-hmm. there's a lot that could be said on that. Oh yeah, most definitely. All Are right. you sure you don't want to do that next time? We already have a topic yeah. for this. Okay. Time. Do we want? No, we'll stick with the plan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, anything else about Rago's email? I think Rago. that's it. Rago, sorry. Um, unless you guys have more to say. Yeah, anything, any final thoughts, guys? Um, I really like my meat cooked, just to let you know, with that <laughs> whole rant there. My I'm vegetarian. <laughs> my whole point of that was just saying, you know, how animal food. or how human you are. Sometimes. I don't think that I would ever want to, to eat it. that, yeah. Type of meat, but I, I might eat raw cookie dough. That's, Ooh, that would be good. Well, dough. see, Rude, you don't eat it well we done. You still cookies. have a little mm, yes cookies. We still have we still like our meat with a little blood. I get my medium rare. By the way, those cookies, speaking of cookies, the cookies my mother sent, they're now gone. <laughs> completely they're gone. gone. They're completely gone. <laughs> there was a whole bag of them. Yeah, and there's a whole bag of brownies oh, too. Oh, oh yeah, we we. Mostly that, my mate. That one activity. <laughs> and very, you know what? You get two hits this evening. <laughs> and that sound isn't me for a change. Um, yeah. And while my persona is an obligate carnivore, I'm a vegetarian. So your persona Mostly. is dead. Yeah, I would die if I was a marble pole cat. <laughs> well, you're not a marble pole cat. Wait, yes you are. Wait. <laughs> no, okay, never mind. I'm being stupid. Who do you live with? You. How long have well, I, I been a marble pole cat? I thought you said Pine Martin. I'm like, wait, no, you switch your persona to uh, Pine Martins are also all the carnivores. 
Yeah. I'll be a carnivore, meaning they need meat sur- to survive. They need the yeah proteins in there. Um, the animal protein. So yeah. I think that's I think pretty, we're pretty good for today. Yeah, I think that's pretty pretty it. Yeah, remember pretty. that the fandom is what you consider it to be. It doesn't have to go by a set definition. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, you know, and since it's the e- end of our email segment, you know, we need some more. Give us some more emails. Well, guys, thank you for joining our show. Thank you for listening and spreading the love. Whether you subscribe, rate, comment, spread to all your friends. We love you. We appreciate you. Next episode is going to be episode two. And we're going to be doing the episode on getting involved with your local furry community. And if you have any questions about that or comments about that, please send your emails to cast at forwhatitworth.com. If you have any emails for Thay, you can send your emails to Thay at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. Any emails for Rue at Rue at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. And any emails for me, Elias, at Elias at ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. Again, you can finish, you can visit our website at www.ForWhatIt'sWorth.com. That's it, folks. Good night. Don't pull out.